Yo, what's up, everybody? This is J.J. Martinez. This is Big Jeff. And this is Beauty and the Beast Mode. Podcast. Season. Five. Episode. Two, allegedly. Two, allegedly, unknown, allegedly. Yeah, we're in the mood. We're in the mood. We are recording. You might have noticed that we've said season five a lot. Well, if you're not listening to this right now, you haven't noticed. But by the time you listen, you will have noticed that we have just been um, recording a bunch of episodes. That's right. To almost put them out like binge, like Netflix style. Yeah. Netflix, drop a name. Netflix, come support. Netflix, give us our promo, our promo dollars. Netflix money. Baby. We need it. Hefe, what's going on, my brother? My brother, so much going on. Oh, yeah, it's good to see you, man. Same. So much going on, man. Well, tell me something. Tell me something good. Bro, I cannot believe you just said so much going on, and I say tell me something, and you start staring into space. I thought you had something. I I know that there has been a lot going on, but I got to remember now. You know me. It takes a few seconds yeah, yeah. for my motor to start chugging. It's time for the percolator. Uh, it's time for the percolator. I have... Ooh. That much, huh? I It just all went bye-bye. Holy <laughs> what moly. What is even happening? Guys, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what's happening to this dude right now. He is on another planet. Bro, like earlier, we were just... Chilling and yeah. like I'm sitting there telling you stories as if it's the first time, and you're like, Yeah, you said that already to yeah. me once before. Yeah, I'm there like, were a couple moments where I was like, Jeff, you and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, remember? Wow, yeah, wow. So, man, I guess there's a lot there, but maybe not as much as you thought. It's maybe I'm living in an alternative, wow, alternate <laughs> and alternative. Wow, you, you can reality. use reality, you can use them both, yeah. Not at the same time, though. You can't say alternate, alternative, alternative. Ooh. Wow. Say that. Um, it's contagious. Try to say that one time. Wow. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, yeah, so what's going on? Uh, um, My voice just cracked. Like, wow, bro. Is, is, there a, is there something inside of you right now? Like you, is a... Greg Brady or something. <laughs> One of the Brady's. It wasn't Greg. Greg them. was the older one. Do you even remember the, the, the names of all the Brady Bunch See, characters? I know Greg and I know Bobby. And who was the middle one? Are that, you even sure Bobby? Was it Bobby Brady? Bobby was the little one. Little Bobby Brady. Uh, little Bobby Brady. And nobody, look, nobody remembers the middle child. I, I understand. I, wow. I'm totally aware of that, bro. Personally. Yeah, personal personally, experience. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the youngest one in curls. Wow. wow! Look, I, I really Jeff, I really don't want to carry this podcast today. Bro. I, I've been watching a lot of movies lately. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of movies lately. I like, I was like, I'm like, I'm not gonna carry this, and you're like, all right, let me give him something. I've been watching a lot of movies. Something, but now I got to remember what movies I've watched. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Oh wow! So I saw that movie, Nobody. Nobody, and a lot of people have not. So don't you come on here dropping spoilers. I am not a spoiler. Er. Spoilerer. <laughs> <laughs> but so I will just say I loved it. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk was amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's all you know I'll what's, say. What's fascinating about that is just how people evolve, right? Because Bob Odenkirk, comedy writer, probably known as that historically, and then uh, Breaking Bad. And I mean, I'm sure he's had some other 
movies where he's flexed a little bit into to different um, types of right. characters, but mostly known in the comedy world, right? And now, like, it's just amazing to see how people evolve. Oh, yeah. So especially if you look at, for the most part, comedians, right? Or comedy actors and actresses, like, those are normally always the ones that are doing all the funny stuff, but then later on do the more dramatic roles. Yeah, I thought you were going to drop roles. the names. I thought so you, you got Ma- say... Melissa McCarthy, you got oh, Kristen okay. Wiig. I thought you even go back even further. You got Robin Williams. Bam! You know? What's the other one you were about to say? I know it. It's on the tip of your tongue. Starts with a J. J. Joan Jameson. Jerry Seinfeld. Carry Jim Carrey. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, doing going from Fire Marshal Bill to Sunshine of a Spotless Eternal, Eternal Sunshine mind. of the Spotless Mind. I my mind is spotless. Yeah, I, I'm aware. I'm Many totally spots, aware. actually. I'm totally aware. Whew. Many empty yep. spots. He's not. He's not even facing me, folks. He's looking in a totally different direction. I don't know. He's talking to my Buddha statue over there. That's what he's talking to. I'm looking at the pretty flowers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah. So it's. You have historically, like, these comedy people, you know, <laughs> men and women who are comedians that all of a sudden go for the more dramatic stuff, you know? Like, for a big one was Kristen Wiig that I look at, right? Like, all the SNL stuff and then all the Bridesmaids and the other movies that she did. And then all of a sudden, she's in a lot of serious roles. Mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy's a biggie too. Like, and what what was her serious role that she's been in? So she did that one about where she was the writer. Uh, I don't think I've seen that. one. I didn't see it, but <laughs> so how do you know what you're talking about right because now? Because I know that it was a serious role. Oh, okay. Like she went from Tammy to doing this serious role. Uh-huh. Uh Saint Vincent was really good. Saint Vincent. I don't even yeah, know what that so one that is. was Bill Murray. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill Murray's another one. Yeah, that's another one. Um, so yeah, yeah so that's a, I just think it's. I just thought that was, that's that's an interesting path uh, for comedic talent, and I know a lot of cats want to. I mean they they probably pursue comedy, thinking or hoping that someday that that will be their path. Right. You know? Right. So I know many comedians throughout the years who, like Robin Williams, let's say, right, who came out saying that it's always the ones who make you laugh that are hurting the Bro, most I mean, Eddie Murphy's another one, you know? you know? Right. Yeah. But Robin Williams came out kind of saying how, like, the funny man, quote unquote, makes you laugh, but they're hurting so much inside. Mm. You know, cause the candy man can. That was Sammy Davis Jr. By the way, Sammy Davis Jr. I don't. I can't. I can't. I don't do. Can you do any impersonations? Oh, tons. Do one quite badly. Oh, okay. I do them. Okay. Uh, What's one that you do halfway decent? What are, I don't like know. if somebody was like. If you don't give me this, men say only fools rush in, but I can't help 
you that's, son that's somebody of a telling gun. Me, that's somebody telling me that you're doing a pretty good Betty White. <laughs> that was somebody like, tell Jeff to shut up. Um, yeah, I don't, I, you know. I, somebody like, that's a pretty good Johnny Cash. I've never, I've never really tried to do impressions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gather if I try doing them right now on the spot, they only come out bad. Do you think that people struggle with <laughs> saying impressions or impersonations? Like, do you think they have a hard time being like, do I say impersonation or do I say impression? I would say yes, because obviously I do. Oh, I well, I'm I'm like, tell me, bro, because is I could be it could be impression, it could be. Or is it impersonation? Is Im- impersonation even a word? An impression is something that a printing press does. Is it? Right. Or something that you leave on somebody else. Hey, oh my God, you should be a professor. Right? <laughs> but there is w- one and only professor on this podcast, sir. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Hadn't him. S- hadn't seen him on here in a while, though. And I heard some news, but I don't want to put his news out there, so... Well, I mean... His news is that he's been getting into some markets with a lot of his woodwork. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I wasn't going to go there, but... Yeah, yeah. I just saw a recent... You know, I stay away from social media, mm -hmm. but I saw something about market something. Yeah, yeah. He's been been in a couple markets here lately, you know, getting his his stuff out. Um, And he's making some very creative stuff, man. Some very unique and original stuff. That table right over there with those books on it, that desk. Bro, like yep. the cutting boards that I'm seeing, mm-hmm. like yeah, like his craftsmanship is out of this yeah. world, bro. He's got an eye for it. Can we give a shout out like to on mixed socials? Medium, mixed Medium Creations? We can. We just did. The, what is it again? Mixed Medium Creations. Mixed Medium Creations. Now do it in a voiceover voice. Now do it, make a commercial for it. Here we go. This is a third. This is a fifteen-second spot for mixed medium creations. Here we go. For all your creations, come to mixed media. Just kidding. That was horrible. It's no, but you can't say that anyways. That's wrong anyway. It's medium. Take two. It's mixed medium Beep. creations. Beep. All right, you're the talent Beep. here. You have the script in front of Normally you. Normally, a talent gets direction. Okay, well, I'm giving you direction right now. Spit it out. I'm telling you, it's not. A creation made by mixed medium. It's mixed medium creations. I need you to do a 10 second spot for it and action. For all of your needs, whatever they may be, from cutting boards to tables, chairs, benches, if you want custom quality woodwork, please visit Mixed Medium Creations. Thank you. Scene. Very good. Nicely done, bro. Not bad, right? Now, do it in a different voice. I want to see your range, bro. A lot of people. So, so th- let's 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 uh, jump into this a little bit, Hefe, because, yeah. and we're both guilty of this, right? We jump into things feet first. We want to tackle it. We think we're going to conquer it, and then we kind of realize that that we need to do some different a little bit more work right right and so and you know check me for relevance but you jumped in to voiceover acting very much like i jumped into a solo podcast right right and you did it for a second and then you kind of 
paused. Yep. Same thing I did with my podcast. Right. So tell me why, what, what transpired that, that, that yielded that momentum. So when I look, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like meta, I'm talking about like, I'm not talking about like, we know the story of, uh, your health. Oh yeah, no, right. I wasn't even okay. Gonna All right, go there. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say, don't give me that excuse. When, <laughs> no, that would just be an excuse. Yeah. Uh, when I looked into it further, you know, when when I first looked into it, and I took a couple of classes, and and did my demo, and did a second demo, it was the whole thing was kind of sold to me in a way that was, yeah, do your demo, and then we'll help you shop it, and then all this other stuff. And what I realized is that pretty much you pay for the demo, and they're just like, good day to you, and that was it. So I didn't mind putting in legwork if I had to put in legwork, but I had no idea of where to even start. You know, like, okay, yeah, there are all these animation houses, but... There are no contact information anywhere to send people demos. And if you just send unsolicited demos, they'll probably just go in the garbage or get deleted. You know, so it's like I had no in anywhere and or direction. Mm. Like, hey, do this and it'll get out to this many people. Okay. Could you have found that if you really wanted to? Well, I spent, I'd say like a month doing research and trying to find out stuff and calling companies like, who would I get my demo to and stuff like that. And many of the stuff like that. I met, got him. Damn it. Um, and people were pretty much like, if you weren't asked to send the demo, then we don't want your demo. Pretty uh, much it's like, like dropping a resume the off door would be at shut. somebody's company. And they're like, you have to submit online. We don't take the paper resumes right. anymore. Right. Right. You know, so. That, so So what does that mean for you now? It's just something that I put on the back burner because it was like, okay. Is it something that you, real question. Mm -hmm. Is it something that you still really want to do? I would love it, bro. I would that love it. That wasn't the question. Is it something that you still really want to do? Yes. Okay. I, because I would love it. I would love it. People would love a lot of things, but that doesn't mean it's what they would really want to do. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, I would be very happy if I had a career in voiceover, you know? Um, you know, and it's it might sound like a cop-out, like, oh, yeah, you know, I I looked into it and it almost sounds like I'm a little bitch, like saying nobody was helping me, you know, like, no, I did a ton of research, but again, you know, if, if, if you're starting out doing something and you have truly no idea how to go about it, then you have no idea. And, and like, I was trying to do what I thought was the right thing. Are there, are there like voiceover conventions? <laughs> like, I think I mean, that those there just like were acting conventions. I think that there were, but in times of COVID, mm. they kind of canceled. Right. So, 
Yeah. There's a place for us. I really, man, I would love to see it, you know, in a world where it could be possible for you. I would love to see it. And, and, and if there's anything that I can do to um, advance any of that action, I'm not saying that I know people, but <laughs> I'll do what I can. Thank you, brother. I'll do Thank what you. I can. Well, you know, when you write your screenplay, you know, and you need some voiceover work, just let me know. I'd be happy, I got to, you, bro. happy to do it for you're, nothing. You're the, come on now. You know, I mean, I'll buy you lunch or something, but. Nice. <laughs> Cup of Joe, that's all I need. Absolutely, man. No, I, would, I was just wondering because, uh, you know, we start, I mean, I, I've started and stopped a lot of things, uh, but I was just wondering if you intended to pick it back up or if there was just something that you you tried and you were like you know what this just isn't for me yeah no i mean it's it's not even where like i got to audition for stuff and got frustrated at mm -hmm. the process like mm -hmm. i didn't even yeah step one didn't even you happen. didn't even get a chance to bomb yet right <laughs> right give me a chance to uh, shit on myself yeah, first give, give me a chance to bomb before you yeah absolutely yeah. yeah you know i was i was having a conversation with somebody the other day talking about uh just how people make it well and wh whatever it is but how they make it right so an example would be if I continued with comedy or you continue with voiceover acting and then you get to a point where it's like, Oh wow. Like this is, this is that point I've made it. And it's really a matter of continuing to pursue it. And, and the, the act of just keep keeping on. Right. And it's funny because it's like, we're in the thick of it because at one point like this person wasn't doing uh a particular thing and then they just continued pursuing that thing and continued adding to it year over year and year over year and next thing you know they're in the thick of it they're in the thick of it and they can see the finish line and it's like those people that I mean, you talk about actors, singers, whoever, you know, artists, wherever they might be or anybody that's pursuing something like when you're in it, you're like, this is this might it may never happen. But it will truly never happen if you stop. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so wild because it's like I was telling this person, I want to get to a certain point so that when my daughter is my age, she can look back and say that my dad pursued that thing until he got it. And, you know, I, I just, because I wanted to stop a lot of things uh, for, very, for various reasons, but I'm also like, I'm closer to that thing now than I've ever been. Right. And if I stop now, then I will be farther than that, away from that thing. It's going to take me twice as long to get it. So what's one thing that you have stopped and why? And what's one thing that you're close to? And how we'll much talk about longer screenplay. do you have? Talk about the screenplay, right? Yep. Uh, two, three years ago, I didn't know anything about writing a screenplay. 
Right. And then I had a conversation with somebody. It was like, I have this idea. And they were like, you should make that happen. And then I went to a writing class specifically for, for uh, writing screenplays. And then I continued to read all the books about it. And then I continued to, to put a script together. And then I bought the software. And then, and then, and then. And now it's becoming more of a realization. I can really truly visualize the end of that pursuit. But had I never started, it still would have just been that, that flicker in my mind. It still right. would have been that thing in my heart, that thing in my gut. That little want. Oh, man. Right? And so that's, that's an example. Uh, comedy is another example, right? I think that when I look at my comedic path and I, I, I'm happy for a lot of the people that I've come up with in comedy. And I say come up with, you know, shared stages with every now and again, some more so than others. But I'm happy to see the success that they're getting because they didn't stop. Right. Because they kept going. So is there somebody that you shared a stage with that was, let's say, on the level of doing like a 20-minute set that is now so much further along than that? There's a lot of them. Yeah? There's a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, I've been in this game nine and a half years, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of them. And... And it's exciting to see. And it's, it's motivating. But I guess what I think about is I question on whether that is the path that I'm, that is, is for me. Right. Or is the other thing the path for me? But if you stop, you'll never know. And do you think that there is only one path? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you, you definitely have to... Um, pay attention to the signs, the signs in your brain and in your heart and in your gut, the signs in the universe, right? Whatever uh, entity it is that you, that you seek guidance from, right? Listen to those signs. And some days I may want to lean into comedy more. Some days I might want to lean into writing more. Some days I want, might want to lean into leadership stuff more. And I'm just trying to listen to the signs. And I'm also trying to remind myself to keep going because if I stop, it's never going to happen. Right. Which right. is a shame. I think it's a shame. I think it's a shame that people stop and, and, don't get what I think is rightfully theirs and what I think is a responsibility of theirs to give back to the universe. Mm. So I, let's just say personally with you, let's say, okay, I'm focused on screenwriting. Is it where you start getting a little itch for doing comedy again? And then you start dabbling in that again? Or is it you staying focused on screenwriting and saying, okay, comedy, I, I remember that you're there and I'll come back to you? I think it's a little bit of that. It's, uh, 
it's also, I mean, time's not on our side. Right. Let's be honest. Right. Right. Time's not on our side. And so the thought that I can do all of those things, and a lot of people do all of the things they can, but they also have huge networks of people that help them because they've already got to a certain state where they can have people help them with their different right. ventures, right? They've proven themselves and now they have right. assistance. Yeah, yeah. And so I think you get to a certain period of life or success or whatever that looks like um, where you can have people that will help you do some of those things. Mm-hmm. Comedy is a very individual thing. Right. And I mean, at least at my level, right? It's rare that it's a team sport. <laughs> at least yeah. at my level, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I do, I mean, I, there's, there are a lot of comedians that feed other comedians successes. And so I don't take away from that. Right. But it's still very much an individual thing at the end of the day. And so for me, uh, there's all, it, the comedy finger is always tapping on my brain. Right. It's always trying to pull me and trying to hook me into go to mics and, or try to get on shows and everything. Uh, but the desire right now is much stronger to finish the screenplay because time is not on our side. Right. And I want to get these stories out so badly. Right. And so that's why I'm like anybody that, that feels that, that there's something there pulling them. You got to do it. You got to do it because if you don't, you're not giving the rest of the world what they deserve. Yeah, that creativity. So all that to say, get your ass back out on their voice over <laughs> stuff, bro. So you got a scale, right? A scale, a scale, a scale. Okay. Let's just say for for, for purposes of a podcast, you have. Lady Justice, right? Okay. The two scales. Oh, you want to use Lady Justice in these times? <laughs> it's a stretch, but just for the purposes of the visual. Right. Right. Two scales. I'll just say two scales. Two scales. Is for it one scale with two with? Is it two scales or is it one scale? It's two scales, right? Are you sure? It's one scale with two things, right? <laughs> it's a goddamn scale. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Comedy, uh huh. On one side, right. screenwriting on the other. That's unfair. What? So, what's the question? Which is tipping more, in in which favor? Well, I mean, it depends on the week. Per, <laughs> <laughs> per your heart, and let's say a long term focus, right? Mm. In your heart, is I... there one that weighs more than the other? I believe that people can do all things. I truly do. Right. And I'm not saying pick one. I'm just saying, is there right. one that you're, let's say, a little more passionate about? And I know that's... Not with those tough. two. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Screen, feel a respo- I feel a responsibility to tell these stories that I've, I've mentioned to you before, right? Yeah. These, these very specific stories. I feel a responsibility to do that because who else out there, somebody else out there in the universe might feel the same responsibility that I feel to tell the same exact stories, but maybe tell them differently. Right. But I have a responsibility to write them down the way that 
they are landing in my heart and on my head. Right. And so that to me right now is, is what is, uh, really lighting the fire comedy for me, the idea is just to, con to continually want to get better. But to do that, I need to get on stages and I need to do all of that. Right. Um, and which during these times are very tough. Right. Right. I so, remember when I first saw you. Oh, what are you about to say? I swear right? I throw this cold coffee on you. <laughs> that you were doing a three minute set. I had more time, but yes, I was doing three minute sets. Yeah. Five minute set. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Keep going. When you first started, when I first saw you at Jackie Knight's. Shout out to Jackie Knight. That you were doing that small length set. And then all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, after time, you were doing an hour. Mm -hmm. Like it was nothing. Mm -hmm. And to see that transformation was amazing, brother. I appreciate that. And, you know, the goal with the goal with comedy is just to, to become more cerebral Oof, to make to make like I don't want the audience to have to think so hard about the jokes, but I want them to to there needs I want it to be so layered and so much depth to it. That me, that's me. Other comedians might think differently, right? Right? They may want to do quick in punchline, get out kind of thing. That's not me. Well, I know with you, you always said don't go for the easy laugh. Yeah, uh, easy laughs are going to come. Right, but I mean, like, basing your material around yeah. those yeah. self-deprecating easy right, laughs. Right, 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 yeah, absolutely. So. I mean, the easy laughs, they'll come with anything, right? Somebody spills a drink in the crowd, people are going to laugh. If somebody's belligerent in the crowd, people are going to laugh. If somebody heckles you, people are going to laugh, right. right? If you trip on stage, people are going to laugh. If you, whatever, if they pronounce your name wrong, people are going to laugh. You know, like... Those are easy laughs. Those are gonna come all the time. Right. At least I'm not trying. I'm not no. I'm not a comedic genius. I'm not. I'm just. Those laughs will come. Right. Right. Let me ask you this. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. You always were big on saying, "I want the audience to laugh with me." Mm-hmm. So what's the difference to you with an audience that laughs with you as opposed to just laughing at the jokes? Well, laughing at the jokes is different than laughing, I think, at me. Uh, laughing with me would be, I think, the audience laughing at the jokes and not laughing at me because I'm some kind of I look like a clown on stage or I'm doing some kind of antics on stage to get them to laugh at me. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Okay. So, but laughing with me is that I want everybody to feel like this sense of connectedness and togetherness through this story that I'm telling. I want everybody to feel certain 
pieces and parts of it that really land with them when when they can say oh i even though i'm not from your background that type of thing happened to me and so i understand that experience and then they're they're not they're gonna laugh with me then they're with me in the story they're standing right i painted a picture where they're standing right next to me and we're laughing in this thing together right versus me just doing some kind of joke and they laugh at the joke and they they're they, it's not memorable. What? What? How do you feel? In my opinion, right? Other people may think differently, right? What is the feeling when you? Yeah. When did this turn into uh, <laughs> a podcast on about twenty minutes ago? How many network or something, bro? No, but to me, it's interesting. And, okay. And okay. I think that people have we talked about this a lot listening. though. Do you think we talked about this a lot on a podcast? Not all. Not these things. Okay. Okay. Um. I just don't want I don't want everybody listening to be like, oh here we go. Oh, in episode twenty three they... comedy again. Hey, but you know what? There might be things that are brought up on several occasions because that's a part of your life. You know? <laughs> I like how you stayed in it on several occasions. <laughs> no, but it's true. Um just like you feel the need to bring up my APs and BPs <laughs> on multiple occasions. <laughs> That's a throwback. Yeah, which we haven't brought up in a while. Um, and damn you, you made me forget you, my you question. You made yourself forget, bro. You've been forgetting since we started this episode. You were like, let me ask you this. Then you said, riddle me this. If you, and I, then I interrupted you, and then you said, well, my APs and my BPs, and then you got all into your feelings, and it made you totally forget the question that you No, because when you... Because I said, is this a comedy podcast? Right, but when you went off on the tangent, in my head, I was like, this shit is going to leave my <laughs> head right now. <laughs> so you can't get it back. That's all right. That's all right, though. I, th I think they've had enough of that. Of talking about my comedy. You were talking about the, me getting the audience to laugh with me versus at me. And then you were kind of going down that path. And... So, here we go. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome. So, during these See if I get times, you to forget it again. You think I can get you to forget it again? No, I got okay. it this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh... During these times of cancel culture, oh, right. Pew, pew, pew. Do you in the when you're when you have your comedy spit it out hat, hat on? Okay, and let's say you're writing material or doing comedy. Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself having to change material or do different material? Mm. Or let's say you're writing. Are you writing in a different manner now with this whole cancel culture and let's just say politically correct things that shouldn't be said? Short answer is yes. Okay. Because I think uh, ultimately we all have to transform. Whether you're a comedian or you're whatever profession you're in, you, the world evolves. You have to evolve. You have to transform. You have to transcend. And the goal is to write better. The goal is to write stronger material. If the world is changing and we can no longer use certain language or we can't say certain things that we said in the past, then it's time to evolve and transform and write better. Write, write more often. Write harder. Get some more mics. 
work on the material, figure it out, right? I, my the objective of a comedian and my objective is to never offend anybody, right? right? And if I want them to laugh with me, then I damn sure want to want to evolve and transform and write comedy that brings everybody together. And so the short answer is yes, but not because of cancel culture, just because I want to be better. Right? I don't care. Like, that I may say stuff, people are going to have their opinions, people may not like some of the jokes that aren't, that don't fall into the cancel culture realm. Right? I don't care. I want to write to get better. I want to write to evolve. I want to write to transform. I want to continue to make people laugh and bring people together. That's why anybody that's pursuing something artistic should consider what it is that they're putting out there and how it can continue to bring people together instead of pushing people apart. Nice. Does that answer your question? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so, great. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just, you know, and that's a, a good upbringing, I think, as well. You know, like, I... I I just think that uh, ultimately the goal is to treat everyone right. You see, I think that, like you said, that's you personally, and I think that that might very well be part of your upbringing because I think that there are definitely comedians and people out there that don't even think about that and just, let's say, want to do what they want to do and... Don't care. Yeah, you have to ask: Is there is there another way? If there if there's some like you don't want to put anybody down, you don't want to shit on anybody, you don't want to ex exclude anybody. Like, how is is there a way for you to get that story out without doing those things? Right. If you're just going in mean spirited, then shame on you anyway. Right. Right. Good on you, brother. So, Hefe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, that was a lot about <laughs> comedy. I think that um, was good. And it wasn't just you talking about, yeah, I get up there and tell jokes. Like, it's... What am I, Groucho Marx now? What, what, like, <laughs> <laughs> what am I? No, but, like, it takes people kind of behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. Like, into... I know we've talked about it before, like a comedian's mindset, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. this is like part B of that, right? you know, and kind of giving people an, a look into your head and what you think about and the whole process. And mm -hmm. I think that that's interesting, you know, me not being a comedian, like I found it interesting, mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. hopefully our listeners do as well. I think they will. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Man, this, I've been drinking some bubbly water. I've definitely got some bubbles going on over here. Oh, yeah. It came through, too. A couple, <laughs> oh, yeah. couple of times. We're, we'll have to fix that. Um, <laughs> no, we, you and I, we've talked recently about doing some interesting things, man. You know, I think that a long time ago, we did a, a comedy show. Yep. Again, shout out to Jackie Knights. It was an amazing show. Uh, Beauty and the Beast Mode Entertainment Presents. Um, and then I, I don't even know what the title was after that. Was it just like Yay Yay and Friends night or with a night? Yay Martinez oh, and Friends? Yeah, so. something like that. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking about seeing if we can get that 
going again, man. That's right. Making it bigger and better, hopefully. We were talking about not just com- comedy routines. We were talking about a night of spoken word. Yeah. That would be super powerful. Well, wh- one of the things that I've always had a desire to do, and you and I have talked about this as well, is I grew up watching comic reliefs. Yep. And I've always wanted to create something where it's just like a, it's that, it's that. Like I'm not, for lack, I'm not, I can't like recreate that. Just re- we are recreating that. Like yeah. there's nothing you can do that that would be so drastically different that it's going to be its own thing. You're like, no, this is like a comic relief. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to do something like that where the community comes out and laughs their ass off comedian after comedian, sketch after sketch, whatever it is after whatever it is. And multiple on the stage together. Yes. All of of that, man. And, and raise money for a good cause. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the things that you and I are, are going to get to work on that we talked about that I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to. Yeah. We, we have a lot planned. Well, and sometimes plans don't, don't always go the way we want them to go. True. I think they're probably more like ideas right now. Definitely ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that is one that I do want to make uh, into a plan. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we can pull that off, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, it's tough during these times right now, mm. you know, Saying, okay, even in six months from now, scheduling something, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like, who knows what the world will be like in six months from now. Yeah. And even though people are getting vaccinated and everything else, like, I know that there's a lot of people out there that still feel funny about going out to a public place. Yeah. Well, as it stands as of today, and I know we don't normally do topical stuff, but as of today, uh, I guess like the masks have been lifted outdoors to a certain degree i heard that uh so you know it's like you said hopefully in a few months or so we can get our plan in motion for the right moment when the world opens up just enough for us to be able to provide some relief to the community in a myriad of ways yep yep yeah Yeah, i'm excited brother yeah well jefe uh, what? Yeah, like, we. I don't know that we've done uh, takeaways or anything like that lately. But yeah, we if haven't. you were, if you were to uh, put a bow on this episode, and I'll give you a moment. If you want to look up a Jeff's joint, so be it. I know it's Ooh. something. I know it's something we said that we wouldn't maybe jump jump out of in season five, only because we don't know how it would work now that we're on all these platforms. Oh, I miss it. But. I'm going to give you a moment to look up a Jeff's joint based on today's episode. If you guys don't know what Jeff's joint is, it's when he, because you know, Jeff is a musician at heart. Jeff is a musician at heart. My man grew up playing instruments. You might've heard him on the podcast talk about his band, how they won all these shows growing up in New York and whatnot. And then not so long ago, they had this reunion, which was amazing. Uh, Jeff was a singer and, and he still is a singer not was but he still is a singer but music is in his soul he bleeds it he poops it he pees it <laughs> I got, that got a little outrageous but you get the point oh, uh, but at this point in time Jeff 
thinks about a song in his Rolodex of songs, in his uh, five-disc CD player in his head, if you will, he finds the perfect song to sum up the discussion that we just had today. And so me rambling right now is just really me giving him time to find a song because we don't come into this episodes knowing everything that we're going to talk about. And sometimes it goes to different places. And so for him to come to the episode with a with a predetermined song, it might not necessarily fit. And so that's why I'm continuing to talk to you right now. I'm glad that I was able to take you guys behind the scenes a little bit on some of the comedic stuff. Um, you know, it's good to talk about those things sometimes. And uh, it's really a lot of self-talk uh, in a lot of those situations, you know. Um, and I think sometimes self-talk, you know, verbalizing it and saying it uh, might help us get to another step. And since it sounds like Jeff is ready with his song... I'm going to go ahead and pass this back over to him. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the point in the show where Big Jeff plays the song for us. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jeff's Joint. I think I just changed my mind. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? I just gave him this huge buildup. Jeff, I just gave you this huge buildup to play this song. We heard the tune of a piano, and then that was it. Now we hear like a tambourine or something. Yes, I'm ready. So... Ladies and gentlemen, for the second time, Jeff's Joint. Yes, I like, I like Jeff. Jeff, I also like how uh, you're, you're I very intuitive. Yeah. I you like I like how you call it an audible, but you're very in tune with probably how long the snippet can be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so a little bit of John Mayer, huh? Yes, sir. Tell us about it. Yes, sir. Just with what we were discussing today, and and about how when you have ideas, you need to put them into motion. You can't just sit around waiting for the world to change. That you have to be the change. That you have to. You know, um, get that inspiration and run with it. And there might be times that you stall out and there might be times that you stop whatever you're doing. But again, the world's not going to change, you know, around you. You're going to have to be the one to make that change. Make that change. I knew he's gonna do. I knew you were Make gonna do that it. Change. <laughs> thank you, thank you for that, Jay. It was good to hear Jeff's joint. I hadn't heard Ooh, that in a long time. Missed man. it. Missed it. And and also, go ahead and plug it. Jeff's joint playlist. Playlist on Spotify. If you go to Beauty and the Beast Mode podcast, we actually have a playlist. And this of one Jeff's will be joint. added. Yes. Yeah. So. With every and it's, Jeff's a, it's joint. an amazing playlist, bro. It's a great it really playlist. is. It's so eclectic. It's so diverse. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's something for everyone in there for sure. There really is. Yeah. I, and it's funny. Maybe except for the kiddos. I don't know if there's stuff in there for the kiddos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Oh yeah. The, I played it today, and the first one that came on was like, uh, do do the the uh, somewhere yes. over the Israel. rainbow. Yeah. yeah. 
You know? Yeah, there's... Um, so there is something for it's everyone. It's an amazing playlist. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, brother. Uh, I miss yeah. Jeff's job. Absolutely. Very good, very good, man. Well, have a... What about a beast mode moment? A uh, beast mode moment. Okay, I got you. I know that it's a new season and all, but... I like Jeff's joint and the beast mode moment. I love Jeff's joint and the beast mode moment. But the issue is, I you got we got to get good with the snippets because I don't know how much of the music we can play before they're like, hey, we can't play your podcast anymore. But to me, that would be the time when it's like, oh, we're gaining some traction on this podcast if, if we're getting a cease and like desist. That, right? Yeah. But I, I know on the, uh, like on the Instagrams of the world and everything, like you... Even when you go to upload something, sometimes if it has a song on it, like there's song rights, blah, 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 I can't play it. I'm like, right. bro, how do you, how do you even know me? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Big brother, baby. Uh, yeah, seriously. So now we have reached that moment in the na 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 Nah, B. We're not done. All right. We've reached the moment in this podcast. Shout out to Lem Anderson, man. He don't know who I am, but... This mug that I'm drinking out of that says, nah, B, we're not done. Uh, this is from his shop. He's a spoken word artist, actor. And cool cat. I'll I'm, meet him someday. I'm drinking out of a mug. I don't know who designed this one. <laughs> Go ahead and read it, bro. Which says, wake up, fucker. It's time to beast. I like this. And one. with that, we'll get to the beast mode moment. Uh... You know, there was. A, I'm gonna go off of something that you just said, so I'm gonna piggyback off of you. Uh, people say it all the time. Can, I'm, I'm gonna piggyback off of what uh, you just said. No, think, get your own thoughts, sucker. Piggybacking oh, off of my stuff. Oh, God. Uh, but you just said um, you might stall out sometimes. You might, you might stall out sometimes, but you're still in the vehicle. Nice. You are still in the vehicle. You can still regain control. You can still turn the engine back on. You can still do whatever it is to get that vehicle back in motion, even if it stalls out. Everything that is required for you to continue moving forward is right there. You're in the driver's seat. Mm. So when that thing stalls out, it's okay. Just remember that you're still in the vehicle. You're still in the driver's seat. Take a deep breath. Turn the engine back on. And keep going forward. Love it, brother. Beast mode moment. Nice. From a piggyback ride. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much uh, for Beauty and Beast Mode podcast. This is J.A. Martinez. This is Big Jeff. Peace. See ya.